Welcome to the very first podcast of My 99 Cousins. My name is Devin Anderson, and I am the host of this show. This is the inaugural episode. Since I'm the first guest of my own podcast, I actually asked my wife, Sarah, to join me so that she could interview me. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) It'll be great. Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah. I am lucky enough to be Devin's wife, and I get to interview him today. So, Devin, I want you to just start off, introduce yourself, tell us what cousin number you are. Oh, okay. And tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I'm cousin number 61. Uh, There are, I have 99 cousins, and uh, there's 104 grandkids, uh, and, you know, maybe 104. Five, depending. Uh, we'll we'll get into That's that. Debatable. We'll get into that someday. Um, but because I have uh, four other siblings, minus myself and my siblings, I have ninety nine cousins. And so that's why this podcast is called My Nine Cousins. And that's just on one side, on my Anderson family side. And I am grandchild number sixty one. So that's me, cousin sixty one. So what brought about this podcast? I I really like listening to podcasts, first of all. I think they're very entertaining, and I love to talk. I don't necessarily love hearing myself talk, but uh, I enjoy telling stories, and I really love getting to know people. And a lot of times when I introduce myself to people or, or there's like get-to-know-you games, they have those two truths and a lie mm-hmm. games. So I always play, uh, whenever I do that, I always pick one as uh, how many cousins I have. Mm-hmm. In total, if I were to count both sides, I have something like 140 cousins combined. Usually when we play that game and I use that afterwards, they find out that that's the truth (laughs) and they're always really surprised. Um, And then they always ask me, do you know all of your cousins? And I say, no, I don't know all my cousins. (laughs) And that makes me kind of sad. I wish I did know all my cousins. Um, I have a good relationship with a lot of my cousins, but... Um, if I were to try and sit down and name all of my cousins, I, I couldn't even do that. We tried that one time. We did. And <laughs> even with the help of my one of my cousins, Jacob, cousin number 64, um, with both of our powers combined, we could not make Still Captain got Planet. got a C, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a 75. Just a dead C. Yeah, it was not great. Um, and so, yeah, I... I in, pre- in preparing for this podcast, I texted every single one of my cousins, uh, which took a couple of days. And not all of them responded, but a lot of them did. And um, the vast majority of them are excited about this pod- podcast and are excited to even be guests on the podcast. Great. So I have two plus years worth of material ahead <laughs> of me. Um, I have a couple of interviews already lined up over the next few weeks, uh, which I'm super excited for. Yeah, I thought it would be a unique idea and a way that I could reach out to my family and get to know them and hear their stories because I'm a, I'm a collector of stories. I love to hear stories and tell stories, and I know that there's just a treasure trove of stories about my dad and, and other cousins, my siblings, um, my cousin's parents, and just I'm sure there's a lot of cool stories about even my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandpa died when I was only eight years old, and I have very few memories of my grandpa. And I'm excited to interview 
the older cousins because I'm sure they have actual memories and stories of grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. And grandma as well. So that's kind of a couple stories of grandma. I remember the first (laughs) time I met your grandma. Yeah. She kept asking where we met. That's right. (laughs) Over and over. Like I think eight times. Yes. Yeah. How did you two meet? Yeah. <laughs> I about after like the fifth or sixth time, I thought let's just start making stuff Make up. It up. You know, <laughs> we met on the moon. You know, I don't know. Uh, she would have loved it. Yeah. But um, yeah, good times. Good times with grandma. Yeah. So you obviously have a very large family. Yeah. What was it like having such a large? family like at family reunions what were those like when you were younger yeah i really i loved family reunions growing up uh very few i didn't realize how unique my family was as a little <laughs> kid you know i'd talk to friends i'm like yeah i'm gonna go hang out with my 99 cousins you know as a little kid i didn't have 99 cousins yet i mm-hmm. you know i probably had like 50 or something um well, if you're 61, you yeah, know. I had at least 54, 55 yeah. um, on one side, and so you know, it it ranged. <laughs> I should probably talk about my cousins a little bit. Um, the oldest cousin, um, he's uh, he was born in 1970. There was a, a slew of cousins who were born all around the same time. I think okay. five cousins were all born in 1970. Wow. And the last cousin was born uh, sometime around 2000, 2000, okay, 2001, wow. something like that. It's a long span of yeah. time. <laughs> so um, pretty much 30 years, mm-hmm. um, all of my aunts uh, had, let's see, one of my aunts had 15 kids, 16 kids, something like that. And my family, we're like the runt of the family. <laughs> we only, my mom only had six kids. Uh, and one passed away as a little baby. So coming from such a huge family, whenever we would get together, we'd have to wear name tags because we didn't all know each other. And not every cousin could make it to every family reunion. So we kind of all got to know the cousins who were born closest, closest to where we to were. You. So the close the cousins that are closest to me in age, let's see, I grew up close to my Uncle Dean's family in Texas. Mm -hmm. So Stephanie is a cousin uh, that was born a few months before me. Then there's other cousins um, uh, that I became really good friends with as well. Uh, Nathan Andelin is a really good friend of mine. Jacob Miller, um, Shirley, uh, Jacob, now Washenko. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those cousins are probably the closest in age to me and the ones that I know the best. And so around, um, uh, you know, whenever we would get together, those are the cousins that I would hang out the most with. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we, all the family reunions were always very organized. We always had like a service project. And while those were well-meaning and good for us, uh, a lot of the time I think we just spent trying to escape the service projects. <laughs> um, we would go off and play Risk or we'd play a lot of Ultimate Frisbee. Um, uh, one, one time we snuck off and, and played, uh, video games. Oh, I bet at, you loved that. Oh yeah, it was great. Um, uh, we went to, uh, Nathan's older brother, Quincy. He, he worked at an office that had all these computers that were connected with, <laughs> um, through LAN. Uh, we had a LAN party playing Quake 3. 
So those were good times. Fun. Um, but yeah, we we would we had to rent out a church once, um, and stayed at a, a cabin and just mm-hmm. lots of fun memories uh, growing up. Do you have one that stands out more than others? That like, oh, this particular one is one I really remember. Um, I know one that sticks out the most, I think, is when we all got our shirts that had our grandchild oh. number on them. They were these blue shirts. I was a little kid. I was only, I think I was five. Wow. And so I had my, my little blue shirt on that said Awesome Anderson, and I was a, um, on the back of my shirt it said 61. 61. And, um, yeah, we went to Lagoon. and uh, That same year with yeah. the blue shirts? Yep. And then we went to a chapel. We went to a church and, and did skits of the Book of Mormon. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Was, was that time. over a couple of days or that was one day type thing? It was over a couple oh, of days. Okay. Yeah. Were most of them over a couple of days? Or? Yeah. Every okay. reunion lasted at least at least two days, if not, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was 14, 15, uh, I think I was 14. Uh, we actually, Grandma, after Grandpa passed away, she had a very short stint that she was married to another man for a few years. Um, and he owned uh, an old chapel. He, he owned an old church. And so we all stayed at this church. It was kind of weird. Huh. Uh, yeah, that was really, really interesting. We, we had lots of fun playing games like Big Booty. Okay. Um, which is a, a common girls, girls camp girls camp game. <laughs> I learned all these girls camp games you from did. my cousins. And so when I got called into the bishopric later and then went to girls camp, I was like, Hey, you I knew them all. I know this cup game. I know this girls this uh, big booty game. I yeah, all these different ones I'd learned from my cousins. So awesome. So what were some of the the best things and the worst things about having such a large family? Some of the best things are you just have a built-in system of friends right away. Um, some of my best friends are my cousins, even still to this day. Mm-hmm. And I have a pretty good relationship with all my aunts and uncles on both sides of my family and many of my cousins. Um, I really enjoy um, whenever I happen to run into any of my cousins, which <laughs> happens more often than you'd think. We went to a, not a concert, but there was a comedian, comedian. Mm-hmm. and we had already met up with some other cousins, the Millers, uh, for dinner, so we had planned that, but then when we went uh, <laughs> to the actual concert, we uh, were there to also meet up with some of our friends, Adam and Lindsay, but um, the Millers just happened to run into a different cousin, uh, one of the Lewises, while they were there, and <laughs> I'm sure if we did a poll, if we, you know, reached out on Facebook, I'm sure we would have found two or three other cousins who had also who been there. to yeah. the same thing. <laughs> it, it's weird if I know people who don't know one of my cousins, you know, like yeah. I most of the people that I've met, they've probably met one of my cousins at least once in their life. And so it's cool having a built-in system of friendship and, and just a network already uh, that I can reach out to for help with with anything we have so many different cousins who have majored in different things or in different professions and, and so that's great and the negative side 
there are so many cousins that um, most of my aunts and uncles, while they might see me and recognize me that, oh, that's Tim's son, that's Tim and Jana's boy, they might not remember my name. Your family is probably the easier one for your aunts yeah. and uncles to keep track that's of. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so in that sense, uh, we are kind of more easily, more readily remembered, I guess. Some other negative things, let's see. There's not too many negative things, but when people do find out how big of a family I have, they, you know, they think that's a bit weird. They think you're weird. Yeah. 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 And we won't tell them that it's true. Just kidding. I am a little weird, (laughs) so that's fair. Um, So maybe a little bit of judgment from people, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's probably more hidden judgment. It's not Mm -hmm. like they usually come out and say, why do, why do you have, have so many? Yeah, there's probably an assumption that we're polygamous. Mm. Um, we are we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, often referred to as Mormons. So in that regard, uh, you know, I could see how people would think that immediately. And we definitely do come, like our ancestors were polygamous. So maybe it's ingrained a little bit in our, in our genes and our culture um, to have large families. Some of the other negatives, and it's, this is the only other one I can think of, is being surrounded by so many large families. We, you and I, we both yeah. kind of wanted to have larger families, a larger family ourselves. You come from an even bigger family of, well, you have more siblings more than siblings. I do, I guess. Yeah. Um, I do have three step siblings, so I don't want to not count them as my mm-hmm. siblings as well. So, in that regard, we both have seven same. siblings. Yeah. But it is it is hard sometimes being around such a large group of of my cousins, many of whom have large families themselves. Right. And so that can be emotionally taxing yeah. for both of us. I've felt that before. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a, an assumption that you'll have a lot of kids. And if you don't have a lot of children, there must be something wrong with you. So there's a little bit of unwarranted and unwanted judgment right. that that comes even if it's you know well-meaning right so yeah okay well um i know you love to collect stories and tell stories Uh uh-huh but let's start with like your immediate family sure and share first share a story about your dad and kind of where he fits within his family because this whole podcast is about his family yeah and then talk about your siblings What's the dirt on them? <laughs> yeah. So uh, my dad came from uh, 12 kids. He is the second youngest. His family, they grew up in a few different places in Arizona, but then also a lot was in Provo. Mm-hmm. So my dad mostly grew up in Utah, in the Provo area. He went to Provo High School. That's where he met my mom. He passed away from leukemia at the age of 35. So he was very young when he passed away. I'm almost 40, so it's weird to think that I'm almost five years older Older. than my father was uh, when he passed away. It was a surreal year when I turned 35, and I was like, do I have life insurance? Is everybody? A little bit of a midlife crisis thinking of that. (laughs) Um, uh, He met my mom in high school and immediately fell in love with her, uh, which also set some bad, you know, some bad expectations for me growing up. Um, But he was immediately smitten by my mom and 
uh, pretty much didn't date anybody else besides my mom. And then uh, when he came home from his mission, my mom was, she was on tour in Europe, I think, oh, yeah. uh, for BYU. And then as soon as she came home, like the day she came home, my dad went over and they were just sitting on the couch in, I think my dad's parents' basement, um, someone's basement, and he proposed to her. So the day she got home. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> he was he was pretty nervous that she uh, she was going to dear John him, and uh, I think she, I don't think she dear John him, but I do think she was dating another guy pretty seriously oh. while my dad was on his mission. I don't know if my dad. Uh, or if my mom told my dad mom that. told your dad. So the, anyway, they, they got married in August the next year, or August of that year, I guess. And then... So uh, how long were they engaged then? I don't know. So not, it doesn't seem like very long. Not very long. Yeah. I think they were engaged for like five or six months. And their first child was Troy, but he was born at 27 weeks. Uh, he was born super early. He weighed, you know, less than two pounds. He was born so early, uh, ten, uh, he only lived for 10 days, and so he, he passed away. And then the rest of my siblings uh, were born um, over the next 10 or so years after that. What's a favorite memory you have of your dad? Uh, my dad was, he was really good at music. He, he was great at playing the guitar and singing and uh, I just have some great memories of him and my mom playing the guitar and my mom playing the violin. My dad was really good at writing music. He has some, he wrote, I think, five or six songs that my mom later turned into a songbook. And so I have great memories of listening to my father sing. I have, I have a decent singing voice myself, and so I feel like I get a lot of my musical talent from both my mom and my dad. Jumping on the trampoline is a great, we had a great time my dad would always come home from work and he'd play a game called Tripper where we'd all jump on the trampoline and he'd trip us. Um, you carry that on with your own side. Yeah, <laughs> Tim and I like to play that. Yeah, we named our son uh, after my dad, Timothy. If I were to think of just one specific story, though, it involves my brother and my, my dad. So um, when I was about eight years old, uh, Alan was 10, and we went to the Astrodome. Oh. They were doing a scout expo there. And my parents, my dad was over the young men, so he had some responsibility there with scouts. But my mom, she had just a brand new baby, Jason, and then my two younger siblings, Charlotte and Tyler. So all five kids went to this event. So wow. we, we parked out in this enormous parking lot, and then we, you know, we walked up to this enormous astrodome building we walked inside and i remember seeing this climbing wall and alan and i were both wearing scout uniforms like these blue scout uniforms for cub scouts and so there's this sea of other scouts everyone else everyone is wearing (laughs) the same thing so we run over there and we immediately get lost in the sea of blue so my my dad and my mom, they both, but they both lost track of us. But Alan and I, we're, we're not paying attention. We're just watching this climbing wall. We were watching it for like five minutes. And we were looking around afterwards, and we couldn't find our parents. And so for the next three hours, <laughs> Alan and I, we just are walking around oh, no. 
the entire facility and just trying to find our troop. Um, and nobody knew where we were. Uh, and so after three hours, we were just, you know, exhausted. And, you know, we thought maybe they left. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> like <laughs> they would have left us. <laughs> so we had the idea, let's go out to the parking lot and see if we can find our car. <laughs> so we walked out and we did find our van. It was this large uh, white, I was a white van. I can't remember which van it was at the time, but but then it started to rain and we were worried that if we went back inside that we'd just get more lost mm -hmm. and we thought m maybe eventually they'll come out to the car and try and find us so we hide under the van we just crawl oh under goodness. the van and it's still <laughs> raining and raining and this is houston rain so yeah. this is not utah rain this, this is, is big rain big raindrops <laughs> and we're just huddled there and we you know we're scared and we don't know what to do. And I'd just been baptized. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking, you know, I say a little prayer in my heart for help. And I feel that I should go back inside. I'm like, I'm going to go back inside. And Alan says, well, I'm going to stay here in case they, oh, no. they come back. So definitely not a smart idea that we <laughs> left each Split other. <laughs> um, but I kind of ran back inside through the rain and I went back to the entrance and I was just looking around and then about a minute later I looked over and I saw my dad and he was looking around and then I yelled dad and he looked at he turned around and looked at me and then he got this big old like shock on his face and I could tell there was a mix of emotions, emotions. you know, he was, you know, relief and anger and happiness and all these things. He runs up to me and he and he's like, where, where, where have you been? Ah, where's your brother? You know, he's, I'm, I'm by You're by yourself. Um, I'm like, oh, he's he's in the he's at the car. And he looks outside and there's all of this rain. And he's like, oh, man. OK, so then. Uh, he, he runs with me outside, and then we find Alan, and, you know, he eventually takes us back to where we were. Um, but, yeah, I'll never forget just that feeling of, of happiness and relief yeah. of being able to see my dad. Um, and so that's probably my favorite memory that I can think of, of being with my dad. So. That's an awesome memory. Any stories about your siblings you want to share? Because I know your podcast is mainly your cousins. Uh-huh. So I don't know if you are planning on interviewing your siblings later. Yeah, I or... think I think I will eventually interview them. But what I want to get most out of this podcast yeah. is when I interview my cousins, is for them to share stories that they can think of and remember Perfect. of their siblings, their parents, grandparents, and especially other cousins yeah. that they can remember. So some other, uh, I'll share one other quick story, Alan and... Uh, and the Andalin cousins. Okay. So when Alan and I were all, were, we were young teenagers, we were obsessed with Nintendo. We loved playing a Super Nintendo. So I was, I was probably only like 11 or so, and Alan must have been 13. So this was back in the mid to late 90s. And at the Andalin's house, during the summer, we went and stayed at their house for like a week. And while we were there... <laughs> Auntie Lane and Uncle Brian, they found a cartridge, a Super Nintendo cartridge, 
that was from a game called Primal Fear. And it was a fighting game. It was like you you could be these dinosaurs. And you, it was a side-scrolling 2D fighter game. And they also found like the pamphlet to the game. And in the pamphlet, it <laughs> uh, one of the moves was you could be like a giant ape. Okay. So you you were either a giant ape or a giant dinosaur, and just kind of like Godzilla almost, like yeah, the, these fighting, fighting creatures. And there's like little people on the ground, like tiny little little humans <laughs> running around, and you could like pick them up and eat them and stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the one of the characters, uh, he was a an ape. And one of his moves was called Farts of Fury. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and so they, they were reading this. They're like, what trash is is this video game that uh, Tim's children brought over, you know? And so they didn't want us to play this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they kind of took that away. And it was nighttime. And, they, you know, we all went to bed. And then it was like we, we, all, we all woke up at like two in the morning oh my goodness. so david uh quincy and nathan they're the three oldest boys um david especially really wanted to play this game mm-hmm. because they didn't have like video games um but david would always like leave to go to friends houses or or go to the local arcade or whatever to play games and so he really wanted to play this game <laughs> so we all woke up at like two in the morning and snuck out into their living room and like for like two hours we uh, we played this game, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if their parents ever found out about it, but uh, that was that's a treasured memory that I have <laughs> playing this illegal uh, game Sneaking that we behind yeah, the parents back <laughs> a great time um, with the cousins uh, and with Alan. Um, yeah, I have lots that's of other memories, story. but um, I'll share more um, in other podcasts, yeah. other stories. Well, I have a few questions for you. Okay. To, if you could introduce yourself uh, a little bit more, um, you. How about you tell the story about how we how met? How we met? Yeah, because okay. you really like telling the story. I do like. Telling I personally this don't one. love this story because no. you always make me sound like yeah. I'm. It's a great a, one, though. Yeah. Your cousins will like it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so Devin and I, you and I, met at a customer service job. Uh huh. We were both in college, and it was like June, late June of yeah. 2004. Yeah, it was basically a month and a half after. Yeah, you had uh, just barely gotten home off your mission. Mm-hmm. You were very fresh off your mission. And so this company, it was called Cento. I don't even know if they're still around. Probably not. We tried to find the building the other day, and couldn't really find them but Sento is a company that basically is hired by other companies just to do their customer service and we were doing inbound phone calls so people would call in and we would just answer their questions and you and I both worked on their iMed vision care account so we were answering questions about health insurance benefits for vision all day long and I had worked there for a little while like obviously longer than you you were a brand new hire along with several other people so they did like this mass hiring of 
lots of other people at the same time. And because there were so many new hires, there's obviously a lot of questions that they had, that the new hires had. Mm -hmm. So I sat next to one of the supervisors and was a friend with the supervisor. So we'd chat and she'd get overwhelmed answering questions. So then I'd have people come and ask me questions and Mm -hmm. I'd help to answer their questions as well. And I remember the first time I saw you. Yeah. I even knew, like, oh, he just barely got home from his mission. <laughs> I could tell just from looking at you. <laughs> he is, like, so green. He looks so lost. <laughs> yeah? What about me looked lost? Was I just looking around? Like, where yeah, am I? Yeah, you were just like, I don't know what I'm doing here <laughs> at all. <laughs> I, yeah, I was not happy to come home from my mission. I, I really loved my mission. I served in Japan, mm-hmm. in Tokyo, and yeah, coming home was really traumatic was for me. Yeah, I did not enjoy it. So you definitely had this lost look about you. I, when I first, and... my first memory of seeing you, because you were sitting down the whole time. Yeah. So I remember finally when you stood up, I was like, oh, I'm she's short. very short. She's 5'3", and I'm 6'3". So there's a full, full foot, foot uh, <laughs> height difference. but Yeah. So anyway, you got through your trainings and then got to start on the phones and stuff. And you would come up to my desk and you'd just kind of stare at me for a, a couple seconds. Way to make it sound creepy. <laughs> yep. I appreciate it. And so you'd stare at me for a couple seconds and then say, um, I forgot. And you'd walk around, <laughs> turn around and walk away. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, you were, whatever. You were too pretty for me. You were very intimidating. I, I, yeah, you stunned me by your beauty, and I couldn't remember why I'd come up to talk to you. Yeah. You were intimidating. But the best part was you'd come back a couple of minutes later and do the same thing. <laughs> um, I forgot. You made it sound like and walk away. <laughs> you make it sound like that's all I did. But. It wasn't. You'd eventually stumble out your question. <laughs> well, you were much smoother over the works, instant messenger. Uh huh. So we got to know each other a lot more. Yeah, eventually. By chatting with each other yeah. that way. Eventually, and even then, I, it took you a little bit to ask me out. Yeah, you could tell. I, sh- I wish I would have been able to save, save those, those. <laughs> those conversations. What are you doing tonight? Yeah. Nothing? Nothing. Oh, that's good. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, so, uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm not doing anything either. Oh, really? Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I was nervous, okay? Yeah. I mean... You worked up your smoothness yeah except for the first time i except wanted to kiss you first kiss. yeah i asked you yeah. if i could kiss you and you said yes and then i didn't kiss I didn't. you <laughs> had to go tell charlotte and she got mad at you and made you come back <laughs> that's what a good sister does so. charlotte yeah charlotte and i were both uh living with my grandpa and grandma farnsworth uh during that time and when i came back um, from our date, I was like, oh, Charlotte, I feel so dumb. And I was like, what? What happened? And I asked Sarah if I could kiss her. And she said, really? How did that go? I was like, I was too scared. I didn't kiss her. And she said, what? Go back, <laughs> go right, back now. right now. 
Oh, yeah, good sister. So you came back and you kissed me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we met in uh, the summer of 2005 and then got engaged in uh, December 2005. Yes. And then got married in April earlier, of 2006. But it was 2005. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and then uh, we've been married 18 years this April. Um, we have one child, Timothy, mm -hmm. uh, Timothy Paul. He was born in July of 2013. He was also born at 27 weeks, yeah, just that's, like your older brother, yeah. Troy. So that's another interesting coincidence. So Troy, his first name was also Timothy, actually, mm -hmm. Timothy Troy. And so our son, Tim, he was born as well at 27 weeks and also weighed less than uh, two pounds. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, there was a chance that he could have also died very, very early. He had a perforated bowel and and then... Uh, Needed a PDA ligation. Yeah, PDA ligation. Heart valve. Um, so he still has a little titanium... Uh, Teeny tiny staple. little staple, <laughs> titanium staple on his heart to close a uh, valve. And uh, still has these noticeable scars on his on body, his on his stomach. But uh, yeah, he's he's doing well now. He's but doing for great. For the most part, he's healthy. He's our little miracle boy. Yeah. Um, one last thing. So we've yeah, we're hoping to extend our family soon. We've <laughs> we've done we've lots and lots of treatments. Been on quite the journey. Yeah. So though we've been married 18 years, um, and we have. We do have one child. We've tried through in vitro fertilization and some other methods to have more children. We even tried adoption for a few years and just nothing happened. Recently in December, um, my our sister-in-law, Annie, she offered to be a gestational carrier for us. Yeah. Uh, so that's really exciting. We are really excited for that and the prospect of growing our family finally. So yeah, that's some of the biggest news that we have to share is um, this year we're focusing on that and hopefully um, we'll have another child by the beginning of next year. Next year. Um, but it's an expensive process. And so one other reason we're doing this podcast is uh, if you are, if anybody wants to donate money to us uh, to help, pay, help us pay for all these expenses, <laughs> Um, it's not required, but we no, won't say no. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> um, feel free to reach out to us, and we don't have like a GoFundMe or anything, but we're, I think we're setting up a separate Just bank account for Venmo. for Venmo. I'm really excited for this podcast. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it will too. And even if <laughs> the only people that listen to it are your cousins, are my cousins, <laughs> that's that's still will be a win in my book because that way a lot of the cousins will get to know each other. All right, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this has been Devin and Sarah with uh, My 99 Cousins. Mm -hmm.